everyone, and welcome to the Receivable Savvy Podcast for Monday, November 16th, 2015. I'm Ernie Martin, Founder and Managing Director of Receivable Savvy, where we provide research and best practice information to accounts receivable professionals. Today, we're speaking with Chris Doxey, Management Consultant specializing in GRC, Governance, Risk, and Compliance, in the areas of financial operations. Welcome, Chris. Thanks, Ernie. I'm glad to be here today. Well, we're we're we glad have- to have you. And um, so, so let's go ahead and just jump right in. Um, let, tell us a little bit about yourself, sort of what you do, and how you work with your clients. Sure. I actually spent several years as a controller and a finance executive in the areas of finance operations. Spent a lot of time as an auditor, as an internal control. Uh, executive and basically we looked at risk management and developed internal controls for areas in the procure to pay space, accounts receivable and logistics. So what I do now is I work with clients to identify areas of process improvement and focus on internal controls and identify new processes, policies and internal control procedures where they can basically make some improvements. Okay, excellent. So, so you've been doing this for a while, and I, I'm sure you've seen quite a bit. So, in in general, what are some of the major shifts you've seen in in the financial operations space, specifically around accounts receivable and credit management? Well, there's been a lot of changes over the years, and you know, again, be, being in the space when things were done on a manual basis, uh, I've seen some movement, particularly in the cash application space and accounts receivable, where that's been totally outsourced and there's also been some automation where the banks are actually um, taking lockboxes and applying cash. So starting at that end of the cycle, that, that's one area. And even you know, if we take a step back, there's been a lot of new supplier portals and supplier networks where everything is, is handled by a third party where the supplier onboarding process is, is handled you know totally by by a third party where the the company doesn't even have to you know basically do anything them you know by themselves the supplier logs in supplies all the information you know they're totally vetted everything is signed up they provide the w9 tin matching is done and um, you know then the supplier is, is on board um, the other thing that's going on too is, is which is great, is the third-party payment process, where basically the even the account um, reconciliation process is handled by a third party, which, which is wonderful because that takes the risk away from you know a particular company, which is which is great for an SMB because they can spend you know more time growing the company. Right. The other thing I've seen, Ernie, is that there's a continual focus, of course, on the, the sacred metric of um, day sales outstanding DSO, and there's a continual focus, you know, particularly to drill down to see what's going on there, uh, you know, certainly in larger companies by product division, region, geography, and then lastly, there's um, uh, an outsourcing um, initiative to combine accounts receivable with accounts payable and a, a shared service organization. So even um, developing shared service or outsourcing, you know, and really moving to a, a true corporate financial transaction processing environment. Okay, excellent. Yeah, that's in that I, I think a lot of our listeners would would agree with with the number of those um, 
things happening in our space. And from, from what you can tell, and some of the things you just mentioned, what are some of the bigger challenges uh, in those areas, like um, sort of managing DSO and um, sort of combining AP and AR into a shared service model? Um, what are some of the challenges that you see? Yes, some some of the challenges you know that that I see, um, you know, certainly you know even if it's to take a step back, the challenges are you know keeping keeping the segregation of duties um, intact between accounts receivable and, and AP, and you, you know you're gonna, certainly going to have some like processes and and um, you know you're going to be able to um, have some economies of scale in a shared service organization. But certainly embedding, you know, good segregation of duties for system access and, you know, good process controls. But, you know, making sure that you've got roles and responsibilities, you know, well-defined. Uh, well and within an ERP environment, you've got proper system access, you know, set up so that you don't have accounts receivable, individuals processing accounts payable transactions. And that might be a, a risk. Right. When you've got, um, you know, a shared service environment, you know, and everybody's, you know, under the gun to close the books at the end of the month. And then the other challenge, you know, certainly in a shared service environment would be accessing, you know, customer master files um, with, along with, you know, supplier master files. So, you know, kind of a best practice around, you know, that whole master file dilemma, which continues to be one of the biggest challenges and comes up whenever I speak to to a group of um, you know finance and accounting professionals is well who really should own you know any of the master file process and you know what I've seen you know certainly as a, as another best practice is that uh, organizations you know such as Intel Johnson and Johnson uh, Caterpillar actually set up a little shared service organization um, totally responsible for all the supplier masters the customer master the material master employee master remains under HR but those individuals have responsibility for the entire suite of master files and takes away the, the, the uh, dilemma of segregation of duties and it works very well. And when you, you mentioned a little shared service uh, operation and is that sort of a, uh, in your opinion, sort of an entree into a more uh, fully fleshed um, um, sort of shared service entity within a large organization is that sort of the first step in, in moving towards that integration that you're seeing? Yes, it is. Yep, it, it, yep, it totally is. And and you know, I've seen you know again some companies set up that shared service um, you know master file organization you know sort of as a baby step to see how well it works. Right. And then you know, in fact, that that's kind of what you know what Intel did, and then they set up a shared service organization for P2P. And and um, you know so and then other organizations have that master file um, shared service organization sort of as a subset of a larger shared service organization. So you know it, it can either be a you know a, a conduit or a first step, or it can just be a subset of a larger shared service organization. Right. And in in your experience, who typically uh, initiates that within an organization? Is that um, is that usually initiated on the um, AR side, or is that usually done on the AP side, or is it, it sort of can it be a combination of the two, or or even from from another area of the company? Well, it's, it's usually the shared service process is usually initiated by the you know again depending upon the size of the company by the controller um, and or the the CFO, and you know typically. 
you know, it's done, you know, as a team, you know, and again, it works very well. The process works very well. The transition works very well if it's done as a team, you know, with accounts payable um, along with accounts receivable. And, and um, you know, certainly building a shared service organization that includes AR and um, an AP, certainly involving all parties and all business process owners um, is, is the way to go and not leaving anybody out when you're going through the planning process, establishing service level agreements and metrics and, you know, performance expectations, certainly involve everybody that is a process owner and, you know, uh, needless to say, in, in, include um, accounts um, receivable disbursements, individuals, as, as well as uh, cash accounting, and just make sure you include all the um, processes involved and you'll have a good solid process when everything is implemented. Right, right. Okay, so so taking a couple of things that you mentioned, um, the payment process um, on the AR side, payment receipt, uh, as well as potentially cash application, and then that dovetailing into uh, the DSO metric. Um, are there any silver bullets out there? And I, I know that may be a tough question because one size does not fit all, and every organization is is very different. But in in your experience, what are you finding that yes, this specifically works well in a lot of cases? Yeah, you know, I, I wish I could you know find a silver bullet for you know for my clients when they they ask me and they say, gee, I wish I had a silver bullet you know to fix. Uh, you know, accounts receivable or accounts payable or whatever process they're, you know, they're asking me to, to take a look at. And, you know, I, again, the first thing I, I would tell them is, number one, don't look at, at your process um, in, in a vacuum. You know, if you're looking, number one, if you're looking at automation, um, you know, if you're looking at AR automation, um, you know, don't just look in, you know, a particular silo because you're, you know, maybe going to look at just automating, you know, one particular aspect of your of your process. So you may be just looking at automating, you know, payment where you should probably look across the board. And you certainly want to, you know, look at the the biggest, you know, bang for your investment. So you know, I always say take a look at electronic payment and and um, presentation. You know, and that could include um, things like, you know, paying your supplier with, with a P-card. Right. Even taking a step back and, and looking at, um, you know, uh, pulling in, you know, certainly accounts payable, looking at your supplier base and seeing, you know, which ones are, you know, being paid with, with um, P-cards, uh, which ones are, you know, still being paid with checks, which ones, you know, could move to, you know, an ACH process. And you know, move to certainly electronic um, purchasing, and um, even you know we have some some uh, you know clients that that um, don't even use a purchase order um, or use a purchase order after the fact, and that's a whole different story. But moving to that electronic procurement process and you know electronic payment process, and you know the ultimate. Um, you know, Nirvana, I would say, would be, you know, totally uh, touchless transaction where it goes, you know, right to the general ledger. The, the application goes right to the, you know, to the, um, uh, to the, you know, to the general ledger so that um, cash application doesn't even need to get involved, you know, um, on the um, AP side and also on the AR side. And that would be, again, the total civil bullet that would take a long time to implement. 
right. not as long as it used to with today's solutions, but you know certainly um, number one, um, you know as I I started to explain, look at the process from end to end. Right, All right, and based on some of those recommendations, um, are you seeing any industries in particular? Uh, or even in general, that that seem to get it, that do that better than than other industries. Yes, I mean, I would say, in, in my experience, you know, working with with um, healthcare, um, spent you know quite a bit of time doing doing some audits, you know, with with um, you know GPOs and large um, healthcare providers. Um, it, they really have a, a good handle on you know the the supply chain, and um, you know have some great. Uh, electronic processes in place, and then if, if we were to talk about um, you know a uh, a region um, of the world, uh, Europe really uh, has alleviated a lot of um, you know check payments and uh, are really into the electronic payment and you know certainly the the touchless paperless environment. All right. All right. Okay. Excellent. Um, well, Chris, we're we're going to wrap up shortly, um, but before we go. Um, overall, are, are there one or two things that you would recommend uh, to our audience in terms of maximizing their efforts uh, on the AR side, uh, anywhere along the um, P2P continuum, based on your experience? Yeah, I, I would. I would basically say, you know, properly identify all the improvements that can happen within your accounts receivable side, you know, identify what accounts receivable means, you know, to your to your company. And, you know, we, we sometimes look at um, accounts receivable you know, nowadays as 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 being, you know, part of that financial transaction processing area. And, you know, it, sometimes accounts payable gets all the attention. Um, but accounts receivable, you know, needs to, you know, kind of, you know, be looked at as the same way because they're certainly very important. There are some compliance opportunities within um, accounts receivable that, that are just as important as, as AP. And I think that there are some you know, great um, opportunities um, certainly to improve working capital within accounts receivable just as we found within you know, AP. Yep. So I think you know, the two go hand in hand and um, you know, they're, they're certainly you know, uh, partners within, you know, within a company. And um, I think that's a way to to, to look at um, the the processes, you know, particularly AR going going forward. Okay. Well, Chris, thank you very much for joining us today, and um, we we really enjoyed uh, hearing some some great insight from you. Um, and that's it for today's episode of the Receivable Savvy Podcast. Uh, Chris Doxy's information will be available on the page where the podcast sits. So if you'd like to get in touch with her. Uh, you can do so. Um, and Chris, thank you again. It was a pleasure talking to you. And uh, we'll talk to everyone the next time we have our Receivable Savvy podcast. Take care. Thank you very much.